Hello and welcome to this week's Innovation Forum Briefing, a regular preview to what's coming up. I'm Ian Welsh. I'm just back from Innovation Forum's Future of Food event in Amsterdam. And coming up later this month, we have the US version of the conference in Minneapolis on the 31st of May and 1st of June. Following up that, we will be talking about business and climate action from the 12th to the 14th of June, and then rounding off the spring event series with our US Sustainable Apparel and Textiles Conference in New York on the 21st and 22nd of June. To find out more about who's speaking at that and on what, I caught up with Innovation Forum's Katie Ball. That's to come though. First, I'm joined as ever by Innovation Forum's B. Stevenson, who once again has been looking ahead to what's coming up this week. Welcome to the briefing, B. Hi, Ian. So, what have you seen about what's coming up this week? So this week, because it's the second Saturday of May, of course, it is World Fair Trade Day. And this is endorsed by the World Fair Trade Organization. And it was created in 2004 to maintain livable working conditions and fair wages through social missions. What's this year's World Fair Trade going to be all about? So this year, it's going to focus on the theme, reimagining the economy, regenerative businesses for the future. I think that's really interesting that they've used the word regenerative there, obviously highlighting the critical role of smallholder farmers that the fair trade price and programs really associated with in driving the regenerative transition that we've been talking about a lot at our conferences and our webinars. The fair trade standards promote training for farmers, which can include advice on switching to environmentally friendly practices like developing nutrient-rich soils and supporting healthy plants, encouraging wildlife, etc. So really supporting biodiversity and sustainable agriculture. So it's really interesting that that is the theme, particularly for this year. The first bit is reimagining the economy. So there's a focus on how the current economic model has brought about unsustainable levels of resource consumption degradation and obviously social inequality for these workers that they're trying to support. So that's really what it's all about this year. Interesting that the Fair Trade Organisation is moving into this slightly new territory for them. And I was looking up some numbers. I mean, the Fair Trade currently works with over 1.9 million farmers in 71 countries. Struck struck me that 1.9 million isn't that many farmers. We think of the total number of farmers there are, uh, particularly smallholder farmers around the world, 1.9 million isn't that great a reach. So clearly there's still a long way that fair trade can reach further into the agricultural system. More than 2,400 companies have licensed over 35,000 fair trade products. So there's still quite a lot there, but there's a lot still to go. What else are you seeing around world fair trade? Is it being celebrated in different parts of the world in any particular different way? Yeah, I've seen that a lot of it is really at a local level, a lot of fundraising. I saw that there's a big festival in California called Rising in Solidarity, where they're doing auctions, they're doing feasting and a lot of celebrating, but then also including that worker and there's a human trafficking voice that we always think is really important to bring in and include. So yeah, I think that we're going to be seeing a lot on it this week at uh, local levels, and I'm sure that a lot of businesses will be talking about how they're working with the fair trade premium or they're working individually to promote fair trade. I mean, the social side of things obviously been a big issue for the fair trade organisation. Big push on gender equality throughout the time that the fair trade organisation has been in operation. Female participation, powering women and girls in particular. So it's great to see all that happening and being part of World Fair Trade Day. Something else that I've seen that's brewing and something that we've been talking about in Amsterdam at our Future Food event, and we'll be talking about again later in the month at Minneapolis at the US Future Food event, is how food prices are changing. There's been a lot of coverage in the press around whether food prices are going to come down, particularly as wholesale prices have been reduced, are they going to be passed on to customers? 
and it's not clear in the, here in the UK, some of the supermarkets are talking about reducing customers. It's not clear how, given that wholesale prices have come down in the past, these haven't been passed on. So what's the global context for food prices right now, Be Obviously, there was a massive global price shock from the initial fallout of the Russia-Ukraine war. It's disruption to the grain and fertilizer trade. But that ended a while ago. And the UN says that global food prices have fallen for 12 months straight. And there have been good harvests in places like Brazil and Russia. And there was obviously a wartime agreement that permitted grain shipments out of the Black Sea, which hopefully will be renewed again, which helped lead to the drop in food prices. Yet, food prices at stores are still rising globally. So food prices were 19.5% higher in the EU last month compared to a year earlier. And in the UK, where obviously it's being quite highly politicised as an issue, 19.2% higher than last year. Yeah, food prices are being kept high. There's been some speculation that this is partially to do with energy costs, production and packaging, transportation, labour costs, all being kept quite high, even though wholesale prices for food may have been dropping. Hopefully, food inflation will come down. However, it is forecasted to be quite slow because of the high prices of these other factors. Lots of factors at play, but certainly something to keep an eye on and clearly will be part of the conversations when we talk about future food in Minneapolis later in the month. We'll be back on Monday next week, but uh, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Ian. Coming up on the 21st and 22nd of June, Innovation Forum will be in New York City to discuss sustainable apparel and textiles. To find out more about some of the speakers and panellists taking part and the topics that they'll be covering, I had a chat with my colleague Katie Ball. Joining me is Innovation Forum's Katie Ball. Welcome back to the podcast, Katie. Hi, Ian. Thanks for having me back. The Apparel US event is coming up soon. What sessions in particular are you looking forward to? I'm quite looking forward to our first plenary session, Business Model Innovation. Is the clock really ticking for fast fashion? In this session, we're going to be taking a critical look at the business models currently dominating apparel and what realistic alternatives are on the industry's radar to conserve resources, reduce emissions, and eliminate unnecessary waste. These challenges plague the entire industry, but fast fashion is particularly known for its contribution to overproduction and overconsumption. So we'll be diving into how brands can transform their business models to incorporate practices from concepts like degrowth and slow fashion to achieve climate goals. Well, that'll be a great session. So who's appearing in that panel and what are they bringing to the session? So our speaker for this opening session is Evan McCauley. She is the Vice President of Innovation and Sustainable Business Transformation at PVH. Evan has recently had research published on textile circularity opportunities in the fashion industry. So she'll bring both an academic perspective and perspectives from years at PVH working towards sustainable innovation. It's a Q&A session, is it? Yes. Great. Okay. Well, that'd be a great way to start the event for sure. Any other sessions you're looking forward to? I'm still looking forward to the Aligning Sustainability session. It's what we've founded the overarching themes of the conference on. It's, is this industry ready to agree on what sustainable fashion means? So this session is going to focus not only on the need or lack thereof to agree as brands on best practices, but we'll also dive into the critical need to include all levels of the supply chain in that conversation. From supplier practices to consumer engagement, we'll dive into what sustainable fashion means and more importantly, how all levels of the value chain can be involved to deliver that long-term change. So who's appearing in this session then and what are they going to be particularly talking about do you think? 
What's so exciting about this panel is all the diverse perspectives of our panelists. We'll have Bex Hall. She's the head of consulting at SEDEX to discuss the importance of visibility into your supply chain. Katina Boutis, she's the director of sustainability at Everlane to represent a brand's perspective. We also have Chelsea Murtha, director of sustainability at the American Apparel and Footwear Association to discuss the role of industry collaboration. And finally, Courtney Thompson, who is the executive director and head of products and solutions at Morgan Stanley's global sustainability office to provide investors insights and perspectives. So we're covering a lot of different areas of the value chain with our panelists. And that's going to be quite a broad session, but I guess there's some really interesting potential content points to cover off. One definitely not to miss. How can our listeners get involved, Katie? So this is the last chance for a discounted conference pass. We're currently offering $200 off registration now through May 12th. You can register on the event page or connect with me directly and I can help answer any questions you may have. We also still have sponsorship packages available. So if that's of interest, reach out to me or my colleague, Gabriella Cuisson, and our emails can be found on the Innovation Forum website. If you'd like to attend, then now is a great time to secure your passes. There's a discount of $200 available through to the 12th of May. It's going to be a great event, Katie. I'm sure everyone there will have a really interesting couple of days. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Ian. Coming up this week is the next in our Big Debate webinar series. At 3pm UK time on Thursday the 11th, I'll be joined by Samantha Worth from the US Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, Pierre Ederer from the Global Food and Agribusiness Network, and Andy Shovel from this to talk about the future for meat and the alternatives. It promises to be an interesting conversation. Please do join us if you can. Full details available via the Innovation Forum website, and there's a registration link in the podcast description. Hope to see you then. However, that's it for now. Have a great week and goodbye.